Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to another episode of Dear Matchmaker. I'm so excited to have all of you here with me today. And before I dive into everything, can I just give you a huge hug of appreciation? Um, we've had a lot of subscribers in the last couple of weeks. And I think it's because over my friends over at TikTok, because I started uh, creating daily content over there on TikTok. And um, more and more of you are finding out and subscribing and being a part of Dear Matchmaker. And I love it. In fact, um, there was uh, a certain woman that I was having some conversations in the DMs on TikTok uh, who said that her and her um, ex-mother-in-law, yes, you heard me right, exchange uh, little tidbits from these episodes. And you have no idea how much that means to me. I am so incredibly grateful um, to have you here because I know you can be anywhere else. So if you are brand new, welcome. If your friend has shared this podcast, welcome to the show. Our goal here at Dear Matchmaker is to answer your questions, to bring incredible guest experts, uh, to help you create uh, clarity and have more tools in your toolbox when it comes to dating, to be wiser and smarter. And, you know, I have to tell you that it is overwhelming the information about dating in general. And it's like, not that this is apples to apples, but you know what I mean, especially for my women out there. It's like when you're trying to get pregnant and as you're trying to get pregnant, it seems just impossible to get pregnant. Like the, you keep doing research about it and you're like, oh my gosh, how do people even all of a sudden become pregnant all the time? And there's so much information out there, and that's one of the downfalls. It's one of the most amazing things about the internet, but it's one of the greatest downfalls is that there is so much information out there about dating and relationships, and there is room for everybody. This is why I'm a part of the Matchmakers Alliance. I mean, I'm getting ready to travel. I am going to La Jolla on uh, a week-long ma uh, Matchmakers Mastermind. And then the following week, I'm going to London. I'm going to the Global Love Institute. I'm going to their conference. And then I'm going to Cancun the beginning of November. And don't worry, I'm going to try to get some, I'm going to make sure and have some weekly episodes for you here. Um, but, you know, I believe that there is room for all of us because it everybody resonates with certain people and their messages. But man, man, oh man. Um, because now that I'm creating daily content on TikTok, like I'm getting, of course, my For You page is full of dating experts. And I'm thinking to myself, no wonder why everyone is so confused. No wonder why everyone feels that finding love is impossible and that it's so difficult. Because who do you listen to? And I just, I can, I'm. I guess the reason why I'm bringing that all up is because I'm here to make it easier for you. I, I bring it down to layman's terms where it's just the bare minimum. Like, and I feel like you can get caught up in all, all of the different science behind dating. We're going to talk about a little bit about that today too. Um, but to me, I use science as an explanation because sometimes we don't understand why the way, why are things the way that they are. And why there is so much disconnect. And I, I tell you, and this is not what I'm 
anticipate I'm planning on talking about this episode, but here we are. Oh, by the way, hey, what's up? I'm Kat. <laughs> what's up, my friend? Um, Hello. I'm so happy to have you here. Of course, I'm your hostess with the Moses Matchmaker, dating coach Kat Cantrell. Welcome to the show. Okay. Um, You know, I, being on TikTok and creating content, you know, for me, the way that I try to create content on there is to try to explain it as easy as possible and to help people understand that they're not going crazy and that the, there are some reasons why behind everything is the way it is. But I can't tell you one of the greatest pushbacks that I've been getting on TikTok from trolls. Now, I don't pay attention to the trolls and they've been at me. Don't get me wrong. I mean, from my appearance to dating coach to being a matchmaker to all of it, you can only imagine, which is one of the many reasons why I waited to start my content on TikTok because I knew I had to be ready for that. Um, but, you know, so many people are like, well, why? One of the questions that I heard that someone had challenged me on is that why in generations past that did we not need dating coaching? And there's so much to be said about that. <laughs> and I know it's a troll, but do you, I'm a firm believer that technology has created so much incredible, uh, ways for us to connect, but it has done us such a disservice when it comes to dating. And online dating has changed how we date. I'm a firm believer in that. And so they had generations in the past, they didn't have online dating, did they? They had the good old fashioned, whoever was in your town, whoever you were introduced to, whoever you went to school with, it was very, very different. And now, even though we have technology, we can access anybody in the palm of our hand, I feel like we're more disconnected than ever. And I Maybe I'll do a podcast episode about that when I talk about my agency and I talk about what I do and I talk about why I do what I do um, because of what technology has done to people, that people are really finding it even harder now more than ever because of technology that they can't make relationships in real life. I mean, you guys. So, yes. Do you need a personal trainer to get stronger? Yes. In fact, I'm not, maybe not personal training, but I'm going to go to back, I'm going back to CrossFit myself. Could I work out in my home with online videos? Sure. Do I want to? No. I kind of want an expert to kind of help me out and tell me, tell me the thing. Do we go to financial advisors to help us with money? Yes. Why is it so difficult to ask for help when it comes to dating and love and relationships? And I'm so glad that mental health is now becoming much more on the forefront because of COVID, because of we're coming out of this pandemic, which I can't believe that we're facing. It's coming back around. I just got an email that for this retreat that I'm going on that I have to like actually test myself now before and after, but eh, I digress. Anyway, I guess that whole rant is to kind of bring into technology and why we feel why technology is so important in the beginning stages of, of, of starting to date. And I, this video that I created on TikTok created such a stir. It was the second video that I created and it was about texting before your first date. And I don't think that I've ever done an episode about this. This is something that I firmly believe in. And if you feel that you have to text from the moment you meet somebody online and you've already done your vetting to where you know that, yes, this is a person that I want to meet in real life. 
to the time that you set that date, why you have to have daily good morning and good evening texts is crazy. And I'm going to go into all of my reasons why. And I, it's so funny because after I created that, that, um, after I created that video about how you shouldn't do it and the reasons why you did it, so many people were coming back at me going, well, if I'm not getting daily texts, then I know they're not that interested. And I know they're not that interested. And I was talking to Brian, my husband, and I'm like, okay, I'm an anxious attachment. I'm a recovering anxious attachment. I understand. And if you don't know what, if you don't know about your attachment style, please, please, please go find that out. I have an entire free video about it on my YouTube channel. It's just attachment styles. Um, you can go to the Heart Agency on YouTube. Just Google it. It'll pop up and it'll be like the first video that's there. I have an entire, I did a free workshop back on it. Oh my gosh. Whew, about a year and a half ago. Go and check it out. But anyway, and there's and there's other podcast episodes about it. But I I really do feel that it's, you know, I'm talking to Brian and I was like, okay, what is my stance about texting and dating? And texting and intent. And I that's not what I want to dive into today. And eventually maybe I will, because I'm still kind of figuring out what my what my philosophy is on that because I see both sides of the coin. This is one of the downfalls about having empathy as one of your core super strengths. <laughs> is that I could see everybody's point of view? Um, which I get and I understand, but I I'm here to help you create tools. I'm here to uh, have you understand your worth and your value, help you create boundaries in your life, help you understand why those boundaries are important, no matter what your attachment style is. And I think that, you know, if it was up to me, I would throw texting out the window. I, I creating intimacy through texting. And that kind of reminds me. So I, there's a book that I read that's called Speaking in Thumbs by Mimi Ginsburg. And Winsburg, Mimi Winsburg, not Ginsburg, Winsburg. And I think I might ask her to have her come out on the show because I think it would be really interesting. Hmm, see, this is what happens when I'm speaking out, out loud. Um, so I wish that we didn't have texting. I wish it wasn't a thing. I wish that, you know, because I feel that it can really harm the beginning stages of a relationship and even in the very first couple of months because we read texting in our own voice. We read, we can't listen to their fluctuation, their, how they're saying it. Like we can't hear their voice, their fluctuations of their voice. Sorry, I got there. We can't pick up their tone. We can't pick up these things through texting and so many people misunderstand and miss, and especially if you're more of an anxious attachment, it can be really difficult because you're hearing it in your own voice and you're doing it through a filter of high anxiety already. So, you know, I, and even in matchmaking, here are my rules, guys, like my rules are so my rules for my matchmaking clients, so they are not allowed to text each other until after the second date because of this very reason. So the first, the rule is after their first date, they are not allowed to exchange phone numbers. If they hit it off, they are not allowed to exchange phone numbers because I've learned that people will blow things up, especially if you're a little bit more of an anxious attachment. They will blow things up even before the second date even has an opportunity. 
And so it allows me as a coach to be able to talk to them, to allow them time to grow organically that connection face-to-face and not involve the phone. After their second date, then yes, I feel like the, the, the connection is, is there and it's strong enough to where they can, uh, start texting each other, but it's happened in my, it's happened in my business where I've had a client. I told her not to exchange phone numbers. They ended up exchanging phone numbers. She ended up texting them right away. And I was trying to set up the second date and she, because she's a little bit more of an anxious attachment, it, she just texted him too much. And he was like, I can't do this. And so they were never able to take it to that second date. Now I'm not asking you to change yourself. I'm just asking you to check yourself. There's a difference. You don't have to change, just check. And because here's what happens. And let me, I don't, and I kind of got off on a tangent and I'm sorry, you know, cause here we are and this is my show and I guess I can do whatever I want to do. Hair flip, but I'm here for you. <laughs> and there is a reason why I'm, you know, this episode, I, so when, when we, so let's just, I'm going to paint a picture. So you're online, you're swiping, you connected, and you start to have a great conversation with this person and you're texting, you're sending in the DMs back and forth and you're doing your own vetting. You're finding out where they work. You're finding out more about them. You're learning about them through the messaging back and forth. And you're having, you're asking great questions of one another to where you're curious enough to move them into real life. Now, you know enough at this point, and it should be, and I know you've heard this on other episodes, it should be within 24 to 48 hours. That is when you should be moving them off the app, and you should be setting something up in real life. Now, here's here's the danger zone of doing the daily texting until you get to that first date. First off, When you start to text more, you can't help it emotionally to start to build an emotional connection with that person through text. You're sending the good morning text. You're sending how's your day text. You're sending these very lengthy, long texts about who you are, about what are your philosophies, all of these very in-depth conversations sometimes, or even just the little touch points of good morning, good evening which I cannot stand either. This person is a complete stranger. Now, I know that it's exciting for the possibility of meeting somebody in real life. I know that especially if things seem to be clicking, it gets exciting to where you want to automatically start building that emotional connection. But the danger part of this is you have yet to meet them in real life. Now, there's a couple of different reasons why this is dangerous, okay? Number one, well, multiple, I don't know. I always end up doing one, two, three, but here we are. Your brain wants to make sense of this person. And so if you prolong meeting them in real life and you're sending these daily messages and you're having these deeper conversations via text, not on the phone, via text, do you know that 80% of the time, this is a very high statistic, 80% of the time the person does not match the idea of the person you have created in your head 
You sit across from this person when you finally meet them in real life and you're like, oh my God, this person's nothing like I thought that they were going to be. And 80% of the time you're going to say, no, thank you. Texting to that magnitude before you meet on the first date is a form of sabotage. You're, it's almost like you're purposely making sure that you're not going to connect with them in real life. Now, if you are a person that needs to have daily emotional texts by a complete stranger to get to know them, and I'm doing that in quotes, air quotes, to get to know them, that is when you need to check yourself. If you haven't done your, enough of your own vetting to where you're curious enough to take them on a first date, if you haven't been able to do that, you owe it to yourself to do that. So that I completely understand. And you should do that the moment you have their attention. Do not wait any longer. Because especially if you're, if you're online dating, the paradox of choice is there. People, the moment you get their attention, it's up to you to get their attention. This is why Bumble only allows your match. This is why Bumble has your matches die with, if you don't contact them, they die within 24 hours because Bumble gets it. If you don't follow up with that match, you know, you need to grab it in that moment. So grab it in that moment, talk to them, do your own vetting process and set up the date. The the day-to-day, well, I need to get to know him. No, you don't. There is nothing that you're going to learn more via text that's going to change your mind whether or not you're going to meet him in real life or not because you've already done your vetting. And whatever those questions are that you need to ask that person so that you feel comfortable enough to set up that date, you need to figure out what those are. The daily pretending we're in a relationship text before we're even meeting face-to-face is, to me, this is a sign of insecurity. If you are needing daily texts from a complete stranger to offer you validation, to make you feel emotional connected, you know, to feel alive, to, be, to have the false sense of an, an emotional connection with somebody, that my friend, is something that you need to explore. Now, do I think a phone call is a good idea? Yeah, sure. Sure. You can accomplish so much in a phone call. Set the date. If you want to, you can be like, hey, you know what? I would love to hear your voice. Are you open to have a 15-minute phone conversation with me tomorrow night before we meet? Totally, completely understandable. But the daily texting crap, no, absolutely not. You're setting yourself up for sabotage. Most likely, if you're going to build that emotional connection with a complete stranger, you need to check yourself. Why? And if you need to have that touch point, you can have a phone call or, I don't know, FaceTime. (laughs) FaceTime's great. FaceTime is a great tool that you can hop on. You can see each other face to face. You can get to know them a little bit more. It'll ease your nerves. I think I did an episode, oh my gosh, two years ago about when you're online dating, how to set up a FaceTime date. I think that that is completely 100% reasonable. No problems with that. Because 
The thing is, is that when we get into this daily texting a complete stranger, and even if we get into the habit of this dating each other, or excuse me, texting each other every day without even setting the date, this is even more dangerous because now you're building an emotional connection with a really complete stranger who never maybe even have any intention of meeting you. And I'm sorry to say, but there are a lot of people that are out there who have different phones, who are married, who use different phones just for these purposes. So you, my friend, could be talking to somebody who's already attached. This is why I want you to set the date as soon as you possibly can. And I want you to set it and forget it. Have a phone call, have FaceTime, totally fine by that before you set up that first date, but do not do daily texting. And if you need the daily texting, you have got to check yourself on why you need that, why you need that false sense of emotional connection or build an emotional connection or have that false sense of intimacy with somebody who is a complete stranger. That is, is a sign of insecurity and it's okay. I used to be that way. This is why I'm so passionate about this because I remember I had a very, (laughs) oh, I have so many dating stories. I don't know if I want to get, I don't even know if I want to get into it. I had a situation where I did that very same thing. And, um, that's exactly what happened is that I met them face to face. They weren't at all who I thought they were going to be. And it was a complete disaster. And maybe I'll save that story for another time. So I'm speaking from not only from experience, but what I've seen and your brain is going to want to make sense. And most likely if you need to have that constant texting, you are sabotaging yourself. You are in a state of not owning your worth or your value. And I think that to think that a complete stranger needs to be at the at your at their at their phone at your beck and call is insanity because we all should be living our lives and doing the things that we love to do and we shouldn't have to be waiting for someone's text especially if we don't even know who they are and we have not we have not even met them so there's my little bit of a rant about this because I did it. I did this video on TikTok. I saw that it got, <laughs> I think it had like, I think it has like 190,000 views or something like that. And so I wanted to touch base on it a little bit more because it's, I understand why you feel that way. I understand that how it makes you feel. I understand that you feel, it makes you feel wanted and makes you feel admired and makes you feel needed, but consider the source. It's empty. It's empty until you start really, truly building an emotional connection of somebody that you have met face-to-face. So, okay, that's it. That's all I have for you today. Um, Just a quick reminder, uh, I am, there is a wait list for my retreat. It is coming up. Um, It's next February. I think it's February 20th through the 23rd. I'm starting the wait list. This is for single women only. We're going to St. Lucia. So I'll make sure and put that link in the show notes. Just all you have to do is enter some information. There's no, I haven't released all the information about St. Lucia yet. I'm just trying to get a gauge on how many of you are, are interested and want to come. So make sure and enter your information. 
to be put on the wait list. And just as a quick reminder, this podcast is brought to you by my agency, theheartagency.com, where I offer matchmaking, dating, coaching, image consulting, singles events, and so much more. If you want information, you can always go there. And as a reminder, another reminder, you can make sure and come and follow me at Kat Cantrell on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you love this episode, I would love to have your love back. Please leave me a rating and review and please make sure to share and share and share um, because sharing is caring. Right, my friend? All right. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know how much I love you and appreciate you. And remember, true love is waiting for you and I will see you next time.